Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 15 of Beef's Beef. This is, of course, your host, Beef, a.k.a. Brandon. So, this episode is going to be a special episode. Uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be uh, a happy one at times. It's going to be a sad one at times. Uh, but this is going to be a special episode dedicated to Mr. Lamar Jackson. So, before I say anything... I want to say thank you for the three years that Lamar Jackson has given the Louisville Cardinal football program. Uh, as a fan, what you've done for the football program, what you've done for the fan base, what you've done for the university is untouched by any football player that we've ever had. Uh, we thought at times that this would be the – that. In, in the past that that would be the highest that we would see our football team go in certain areas and I mean you honestly took us to places like I just said that we never thought that we would see in a in in the football program at the University of Louisville so just to go over a few things that a lot of you guys that listen to this episode or listen to this show don't really need to hear because you already know but just some of the things that Lamar Jackson has done uh, awards and honors. I mean, two-time offensive player, ACC offensive player of the year, two-time ACC player of the year, the 2016 Walter Camp player of the year award, the 2016 Maxwell Award winner, 2016 Consensus All-American, 2016 AP player of the year, and most importantly, 2016 Heisman Memorial Trophy winner. Now, not only did he do that in 2016, but he also followed that up by being a, a finalist for the Heisman this year. Um, I think he kind of got gypped in the place that he finished, but that's something for another episode, which I've already done. So I remember I'm going to reminisce a little bit, think back to Lamar's first game. It was in Atlanta. Uh, it was against... The Auburn Tigers uh, was on a. We went to the. We went to the game for my buddy Tony Robinson's bachelor party. I know Tony will be listening to this at some point, so you're welcome, Tony, for giving you another shout out. Because it is pretty funny to hear all this. Because a lot of times my friends are like, "Oh, man, thanks for giving me a shout out on the episode and all that stuff." When they're listening, which it's cool to know that my friends listen. I mean, I expect them to, but it's always cool to know that my friends listen. But. Um, we went down to Atlanta for his bachelor party, um, twenty fifteen. At that point, we thought our starter was going to be either Kyle Bolin or Reggie Bonifant. Uh, we're driving down the whole time. You, you know, the whole time in the off season, you hear about Lamar Jackson and you hear about how Petrino says, "I can't. I got to find ways to play him because he's too good to keep off the field," and. And all that stuff, and you know we're we're heading down there, and you know all the thing we're really talking about is Reggie Bonifant and Kyle Bowen and who's going to be the starter because before the game we really didn't know who was going to be the starter uh, between the two, and we get down there and it's a great atmosphere and um, you know we just we're ready for the game. It's kind of like oh we should, it's gonna be a tough one but I think we could do it I mean just so we get down there the game starts and Reggie's under center or actually he's in the shotgun and um, 
Reggie, like I said, Reggie's behind center, but he's in his shotgun, and no one really notices. At least we didn't notice it from up there when we were sitting because we were in the nosebleeds that Lamar Jackson was in the backfield. So you you could have you should have come to expect it as a Louisville fan that the first play of the season was going to be a trick play, especially in the Chick Fil A kickoff game like that from you know coming from a Vibutrino system, you just had to... I don't know why we didn't expect it. But since Bonifant in motion and the ball snaps to... I was like, who is that? Number eight? I was like, oh, that's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson then rolls out to his left, throws a duck, and gets picked off. And you're just like, well, I guess we're not going to see him for a while. Let's go ahead and sit him down. Uh, The game starts... Auburn just completely manhandles this in the first half. Um, And we're like, man, this is terrible. So, again, I'm talking about the 2015 first game for for Lamar Jackson against Auburn. So, he then comes in in the second half and just absolutely torches Auburn on the ground. Runs up and down the field. 16 carries for 106 yards. Uh, He was 9 of 20 from... 9 of 20 passing for 100 yards, and he had one ru- one rushing TD. So, I mean, again, his stats don't look that great, but you got to think this is his first game. He's playing against, at that point, I think they were a top-five team uh, on a neutral field in Atlanta. I mean, dude showed up and brought us back in the game to where we had a chance to uh, tie the game up towards the end of the game and just fell short. So, uh he came out and started the next game against Houston. Went 17-27, 168 yards passing, a touchdown interception, and 12 rushes for 16 yards. So, I mean, his first three games, his stats really weren't that great. And then, it was, because it was kind of like Bobby still pulling back the reins, like, I don't know if I'm ready to start him yet. I don't know if I'm ready to start him yet. And then finally he threw him in there and said, all right, go get him. And he finished his freshman season with – 1,840 yards passing and 960 yards rushing, which is fantastic for a freshman that only really played maybe, I mean, he started, what, half the, a little over half the season. But so many so many big things that have come from when he was here. I mean, I know we beat Florida State in the past, but no one has ever beaten Florida State the way we beat Florida State. Like, that game was pretty much the game that put us back on the map like we were when Bobby was here the first time. Like, you had those games the first time, like the game we beat Miami, the game we beat Florida State in the rain. Those those games really stick out. Um, the Wake Forest game in the Orange Bowl. Uh, just games like that that really put us on the map and we're just like, okay, Louisville's, Louisville's a good football team. They're, they're going to have, have some, you know, have some part in – winning their conference and going to a good bowl game and, and doing that stuff. and It was just a name that was going to be talked about. And Lamar brought that back after – I mean, I guess we didn't really, – I guess we actually really got it back with Teddy and the Florida thing, but it was kind of like we were losing luster again after the year in between there. We kind of lost Teddy the first year, Bobby there, uh, Devontae's last season. We didn't – I don't know. We didn't – we were kind of losing luster and then – the 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 second year there, uh, Lamar's freshman year, you know he he made a couple plays. He went off in that Texas A and M game against 
one of the best defenses he's played since he's been here. I mean, I still think the best defense he's played is the Clemson defense he's played, he played this year. But um, against one of the best defense he played, I mean, played against the number one pick, Miles Garrett, and absolutely just torched them for an astronomical amount of yards. And um, so, yeah, he, he started to build it, and he got so much hype from that bowl game from Torch and Texas A&M, and it just snowballed into that sophomore season. And I know it's tough to take out those last three games, but if you take out those last three games, is there a more fun time that we've had as a Louisville fan base, Louisville football fan base? I mean, you just start out his first game, he has eight touchdowns against, I know it was a terrible Charlotte team, but still eight touchdowns? That is big time. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, there's just, there's so many things that he just brought back to this football program that, in a time that we needed it because we didn't really realize that there was going to be so many things coming on the horizon with the basketball team and, and all that type of stuff. Uh, he actually helped us his freshman year. I mean, when he was doing all – he was playing like that and we're like, well, at least we still got Lamar next year and all that type of stuff. And I don't know, man. He's he's done some things that can't be topped to me. Uh, I shared today that, you know, thank you to – Lamar Jackson, the greatest to ever put on the pad, the Louisville football pads. I stand behind it, man. I, I know I've said in the past that I think he's the greatest college football player of all time. I stand behind that. I know his last game wasn't that good. I know it wasn't. He didn't look good. Not every player looks perfect every time. And I'm not saying he's ever looked perfect, but as a whole body of work and someone that I'm looking to who I want on my team, he's who I want on my team. If you gave me a choice out of anybody in history of college football and said, who do you want on your team, I'm taking Lamar Jackson 100 times out of 100. There's one chance that I might take Teddy Bridgewater, but that's just because I'm biased. But a legitimate answer, I'm taking I'm taking Lamar Jackson. I'm taking him every time. Lamar Jackson, you don't hear bad things about him. Uh, he's just He seems like a good dude, I've, I, and I've never met him, but... Everything you see about Lamar Jackson seems like a good dude. He works hard. He's improved every season he's been here on the things that people say he needs to improve on. Um, I mean, just he's exactly what you want in a player to get you to the next level or to get you even to any type of level because, I mean, let's be honest. We were kind of going downhill, and then we got lucky and got Lamar Jackson, and he brought us back up to where we want to be. I mean, we owe Lamar Jackson for getting a lot of these recruits we're getting now because we didn't have the exposure. Even with Teddy, we had some good exposure, but without Lamar, we're not getting some of these recruits. We just signed the best recruiting class we've ever signed in Louisville football history. And I think that solely is based on the fact that we have Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is like the Fab Five of, of college football, but he's by himself. I'm not saying that we'd have any other good players on the team. I'm saying... The popularity of the Fab Five, I think Lamar Jackson has that in himself. Um, you just think back to some of those runs. I mean, think back to the sophomore season. You know, you have the Charlotte game, then you have the Syracuse game where he jumps over, and you have that. You know, you have that picture of him jumping over that guy to get into the end zone. You have the Florida State game where he runs that like forty-yard run and then gets hit right before the end zone and spins and kind of looks like he flies into the end zone. And then you had the Clemson game where I know we lost and 
still to this day, it still hurts probably worse than any. It actually does hurt worse than any regular season loss I think I've ever watched. Before that, I would have said the Stevie Johnson game in 2007, but that loss against Clemson, man, that one hurt. Uh, it still hurts to think about. Like that was the that was the best game of that season, in my opinion. That was just a hard fought game. It was knockout blow after knockout blow after knockout blow, and Clemson just got the last punch. Uh, I mean, just think of some of the plays he made in that game against that defense and how inexperienced our offensive line was at that point and the numbers that he put up. And then to come, not only do that, combat that with winning the Heisman Trophy after losing the last three games and looking the way that we did, that just shows you how impressive those first, uh, what, 10 games were. Because I, I know we played 12 games, but the last three games it was Houston, Kentucky, and then LSU. We lost those last three games, and it just shows you how good he was and those first 10 games and man it's it's gonna suck to lose Lamar Jackson not not just because of how great of a player is just I'm gonna miss watching him man and I, I hope he gets drafted to um, a good team that has a quarterback that is getting pretty close I'm of course I'm gonna say New England but someone like a New England like a New Orleans like a LA Chargers or a Pittsburgh or Somebody like that. Like, I don't like some of those teams, but if I can see Lamar go to one of those teams and get the time that he needs to learn, because I'm so tired of hearing these people that are saying, oh, I don't think he's going to be a good quarterback. I don't think he can improve enough. Oh, my goodness. Look look at look at Michael Vick coming out of, high, out of college. Michael Vick's numbers weren't near as good as what Lamar Jackson's are. They weren't near as good. I mean, you can look at Michael Vick, and compare and or, I'm sorry, you can look at uh, Lamar Jackson and compare him to Michael Vick because that's really the only person we've ever seen that's anything like him. And let's just let's just look at his his uh, senior season or his his uh, sophomore season because he was a retro sophomore. His passer rating was almost 20 points less than what Lamar's is. His completion percentage, his freshman year he had a better his retro freshman year he had a better completion percentage than his uh, sophomore year. But he had, and his freshman year was lower than Lamar's highest one, and that was his highest one. It's 57.7% for redshirt freshman year for Michael Vick and 54% uh, completion percentage his sophomore year. 2,065 yards passing his freshman year, 1,234 yards passing uh, his sophomore year. 13 touchdowns, 5 interceptions freshman year, and 8 touchdowns, 6 interceptions his sophomore year. So that's Michael Vick's passing numbers. Then you take his rushing numbers. He had 1,299 yards rushing in the two years he was there. So there's a little statistical breakdown of Michael Vick. Lamar Jackson had more passing yards in his sophomore and junior year, just single-handedly, than Lamar than Michael Vick had in the two years in in the two years combined he was there, and he also had more rushing yards in the in his sophomore and junior year than Michael Vick had the whole time he was at Virginia Tech. Michael Vick also threw more interceptions in two years. I'm sorry. Let's see here. Michael Vick threw a combined, I think it was seventeen. 
I'm sorry, he threw a combined 11 interceptions, okay? In the 11 interceptions in the two years he was there and only had 21 passing touchdowns. He also only had 17 rushing touchdowns. So let's just take the 21 passing touchdowns, okay? Lamar beat that in his sophomore and junior year. And he also beat the rushing. He had more rushing touchdowns, or had just as many rushing touchdowns his sophomore season as Michael Vick did the whole time he was at Virginia Tech. Now, for those people that want to say, can he play quarterback? Look at his stats coming out of college. Those stats right there are already better than they dwarf Michael Vick's. Michael Vick went number one. Won, a, won an NFL MVP for the Falcons, and then had he not gotten in trouble, uh, had he not gotten in trouble with, you know, with the dogfighting, which I'm not saying that I disagree with that. I'm not saying that I disagree with him getting in trouble because I think he should have. But had he not gotten in trouble, that dude was on was on the cusp. Uh, he was on the cusp of becoming one of the best quarterbacks in the league if he wasn't already there. So. I don't know. The the fact that people keep questioning whether he can play quarterback in the NFL is asinine to me. Um, I think he has more than enough skill. If you look at what he's done from his freshman to sophomore year, as far as completion percentage, he's gone up 6%. Uh, he's cut his his interceptions. He Because he threw four in that last game, he ended up with the most interceptions he's had since he's been here with 10 in a season. But, I mean, every year, his QB rating his freshman year was 126.8. Last year was 148.8, and this year was 146.6. The guy put up numbers. I mean, if you look at some of the drops he had this season, which every quarterback has drops, so I'm not really going to delve into that, but that goes into some of his completion percentage. He's gotten better. He's a good – He's a good. he seems like a good dude. Anybody that, that takes a chance on Lamar Jackson, which I don't really think it's really taking a chance – because to me, you're taking the best player that's coming out of college football. Again, maybe being biased, I don't know. But to me, he's the best player coming out of college football. What he can do for your football team is immediately make them better because you have a weapon on the on the field that no one else has. Um, I was talking with my cousin on my way home a little bit ago about different things, and uh, I actually just posted something on Facebook about uh, somebody that, you know, I, I have coming on the show soon. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna release it to anybody else. I've told a couple people. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, I was talking to my cousin, and and I said, man, there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna, that are gonna regret saying the things they said about Lamar when it comes to the combine. I think, I think in that combine, they're gonna see, okay, this is the fastest quarterback we've ever seen. Which I don't really think that's gonna be much as a surprise to him. But they're gonna see this dude can spin the ball. They're going to see, okay, this dude can play. This dude works his tail off. Anybody's going to be lucky to get him. And I can't wait for that. I really can't. I really can't wait for him to go and show out in the combine because I know that he's going to work hard to get to that, and I know he's going to do well. So I'm going to end tonight's show with a beef, and it's going to be a, a kind of a lighthearted beef, but Tonight's beef beef is the fact that I won't get to see Lamar Jackson in a in a U of L uniform again. You're giving me a you giving us a lot of memories here at University of Louisville. Um 
It's not going to be the same, man. I can't wait for the Juwan Pass era, but I don't want to push Lamar Jackson out the door. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that he's making a wrong decision because I don't think it's anywhere close to being a wrong decision. I think what he's doing is great for him. It's great for his family, and I think it's you're striking while the iron's hot, and you got to do what you got to do, man. I I would have loved to see him come back next season, but I don't think I could have bared to see if he came back next season and then got hurt. That would have broken my heart probably worse than any any loss or anything like that. Just to see somebody that's worked so hard and been such a a big thing for this football program and this community maybe lose his playing career because he wanted to come back to play for a school that he left. The University of Louisville and the University of Louisville's fans love Lamar Jackson. I think they always will. And, I mean, we, we wish nothing but great things for him. This I, I know I'm speaking on the behalf of the fan base, but that's fine. I know I don't know of anybody really in our fan base that doesn't feel that way. If you do, you're absolutely crazy. Um, but... I know the University of Louisville fan base, and, and at least myself, wish Lamar Jackson nothing but the best. Uh, we know he'll do well at whatever he does in the NFL or whoever he plays for in the NFL. I think I think it's going to be not going to be what I'm hoping for. I think he's going to play for a team that kind of sucks because I think someone's going to take a chance on him early. So uh, that's my beef for tonight is the fact that I'm not going to get to see Lamar Jackson play again in the University of Louisville uniform. So, guys, uh, I'm pretty excited, like I said, about the guests. The guests, that's a plural, uh, I have coming up. Uh, I have one that I'm pretty sure is going to be on next week that a couple people know of. Um, I have one that's gonna that I'm going to meet up with in a couple of weeks that I'm super excited about. And I also have another one that I will most likely be doing a an over-the-phone Skype episode with uh, that I'm also super pumped up for. Um, it's going to be, 2018 is going to be a big year for Beef's Beef. Uh, keep listening, guys. I'm going to keep pumping these things out. Uh, I'm hoping you guys are liking the new logo. This is actually my first episode since making that. Uh, I got another design I'm about to throw up after on my page uh, after I get done with this episode that I hope you guys like also. Um, big things are coming this way from this way so keep listening keep sharing keep doing whatever you can do to get my name out there and I'm going to keep putting these out there so you all have a good night and a good weekend try to stay warm I heard it's supposed to get a lot of snow in this area so you all keep doing what you're doing I'll keep doing what I'm doing later